remember us having a conversation where I was like, Denon, like, it's our first work, let's put our name on it towards the end. And then you were like, I'm not putting my name onto this, this is so bad, I'm not putting my yeah, name Yeah, I felt so embarrassed because it was like the first thing we made and like it felt like very weird. Okay, sweet. Thanks, Ryan, for uh, uh, taking your time and coming to the podcast. Thanks for having me. So, um, I mean, we've shared a long relationship, right? The first person I met in Bangalore once I stepped into my college was you. And we've been roommates, partners in project. We've worked on, I don't know, 50 plus projects together. And we... Actually, 50 plus? Really? Easily. Yeah, easily, right? I think I see in in 2020 and 2021 together. If you count from first year... If you count everything as projects, then yes, 50 plus, I think. Easily, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, easily. So, yeah. yeah, that is true. I've seen myself wearing a lot of hats. I've seen you wearing a lot of hats, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I've seen myself being a cinematographer, a photographer, a, maybe a director or an assistant director. Uh, most of the times, a producer. Mm-hmm. But you've wore even more hats than me. And uh, uh, so, how did you get started uh, into this particular field? Uh, into the, like, videography, filmmaking field. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, when we first met in college, I had no intention of, like, join, like, doing this. I mean, I liked films and stuff. And, like, you were a photographer. You did wildlife photography. Yeah. It was pretty cool. You did music. You did a lot of things. So, when we got to be friends, and I got to hang out with the people that uh, you were also hanging out with, Prithvi and... Should I mention all this? Is that yeah? That's okay. You can mention anyone you want. Like this is all this is like this is not the free range. Free range. Okay. Even like uh, cuss words are allowed. We'll okay. beep it out. Okay, okay. So when I started hanging out with all these people, and uh, like I just wanted to help out. Like everyone, people are just doing things, and I just wanted to help out. So uh, in the beginning, it was in dust, and we were doing things. And then in the beginning, it was CSA, and we were doing things. Uh, I put, uh, picked up a project for Milan. And we had our uh, Britlet, not Britlet, it was, uh, yeah, it was Britlet. School right? for Scandal. Yeah, <laughs> School for Scandal, it was a play Yeah. Uh, for our first semester uh, uh, literature project. And we did a marketing video for them. You yeah. shot and I just picked up a <laughs> video. I, I remember though, that keyboard shot and some text coming on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I made that shot where uh, the, the shot was behind the text and stuff like that. Yeah. For the trailer. Ma- that was... Masking was very early on to you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I looked up tutorials and stuff to do that, yeah. But I enjoyed it. It was fun seeing it on the big screen and like seeing people like, you know, seeing everyone on it. it I know, right? Awesome. Even that was my first experience with respect to creating a video because before that I was all into pictures. Like yeah. I was into wildlife, I was into events and stuff. Mm-hmm. But that particular project, when I made a video and it was from, uh, uh, you know, um, a thought of promotion, like we have to promote the play using this videos. <laughs> then there was that marketing angle also. To yeah, it. Yeah. And I had a lot of fun when people were sharing it. Yeah. Like something yeah. that I have created and... It's uh, going like viral and people are sharing. Exactly. It's being used as like... You know. And I, I remember us having a conversation where I was like, Denon, like it's our first work, let's put our name on it towards the end. And then you were like, I'm not putting my name onto this. This is so bad, I'm not putting my <laughs> yeah, name Yeah, I felt so embarrassed because it was like the first thing we made and like it felt like very weird. Plus it, like it didn't require our name on it. So uh-huh. it would just feel weird if our name was on it. I wanted to be... I wanted to put our name on that because A, it was our first project and B, 
it would open a lot of opportunities for us mm-hmm. like for example if if the department is this video is getting shared outside the department mm-hmm. we might get invitations from other departments to yeah, make we videos thinking for the long run yeah. i didn't think like that <laughs> it was just a one time thing at the time for me but yeah that was a lot of fun that was uh, i remember like i was thinking how am i going to do this like how am i going to edit this cuz i never edit i had edited something in 8th grade just like i was fooling around with my friends and then I, again when i was a kid but like like i had never edited something like this in a long time so i didn't know how to tell this how to edit and i remember having a uh, like i was just listening to music in class and i was, remember i heard this song called all right now mm-hmm. by free and uh, immediately i told you bro i know how i'm going to edit it got a cut the the song's riff i yeah. would cut it to the riff of the song and uh, yeah that's how it just went and like it came out pretty good so that was that was being a video editor yeah. right now our second project was i think the documentary that we made uh, for huh. enactus tape yeah yeah so there also you were a video editor but you were also involved in sort of scripting and coming up with huh. uh, you know basically the pre production aspects of it if i'm not wrong no i was not i was you, not part of the pre production uh, you guys had already shot everything and came to me okay for the editing so it's it's editing. second video editing project okay huh. yeah, yeah, yeah okay suppose that i remember we did um, uh, our short film i think ah, yeah. what was the name un, but i think uh, the short film was between the uh, documentary and the so short film was after an actus oh, okay okay so we did our short film and you were the director mm, yeah and uh, i remember trying to, uh, sitting everyone down and trying to come up with a story based on the theme that was uh, that was an insane experience and no idea never written a story before in my life like for a movie or like for anything like that i had no idea what i was doing like but it was fun though hanging out with everyone the collaborative aspect of it was and really that fun. film if i see right now i mean even after we made it there were so many loopholes like nothing we, was we didn't finish the story yeah, <laughs> like, like one of the key shots we didn't get we didn't take it like the pen drive shot like yeah. the establishing of the drive the we didn't take the shot where uh, the journalist akanksh who was playing the journalist yeah. was being shown on tv so that we know the entire context exactly and yeah we, we didn't show the shot where he's plugging it into, like taking it out of the uh, like laptop so we didn't know where the drive like which is the macguffin of the whole thing <laughs> just we didn't know where that came but from but then the the I I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing but that film was premiered at three film festivals <laughs> at college at college yeah. level yeah. uh at Joseph's one of the film festivals yeah. and then two in our department and it I think one uh, two out of the three yeah, of yeah. them Indeed. so I was very astonished I was like what we just made something with no experience yeah. with I don't know like and we f- fucked up also we yeah. fucked up so badly <laughs> dude we were just doing anything yeah. <laughs> like the, i remember there was dhruv rasha yeah. i think but the best part that happened up from that uh, uh, short film was the dahiwada that yeah, i was just going to say that i was just going to say that <laughs> rasha's dahiwada right now i live uh, just across the lake from rasha's house and i sometimes sit on the balcony and i th- uh, look uh, like look across the lake and i think of uh, rasha's dahiwada oh my god <laughs> that was so good did we have did we have the chance to have it again uh no i yeah. only had it once but you guys with mutter went to rasha's house once we didn't get daiwada you didn't get daiwada no, we get on, we got only biryani i guess yes so yeah. i think that's that experience stays <laughs> yeah yeah now rasha has shifted back to saudi i guess so i don't oh, think we'll I be getting in, it i thought she was in london or something oh, her family is in saudi i think she's uh, in london oh, yeah sweet so we have video editing project video editing project direction what yeah. do we do after that 
we did a lot of things in that project but yeah writing and direction and yeah so and what was the post that do you remember like what what after, exactly did you i remember one of the things that happened after that uh, pk our hod took us into his room he saw our film and we saw his face <laughs> and he made us sit down and uh, watch that uh, arunachalam murunganatham something <laughs> that tamil movie yeah uh, it was from a famous director maniratnam yeah yeah yeah, yeah maniratnam's film uh, but like that sequence he showed us was very cool right yeah yeah and we realized that like oh shit this is actual storytelling yeah. we didn't do any storytelling <laughs> we didn't do any visual storytelling but i think it was very kind of him to um, sort of give his personal time in that post. way right yeah, yeah. like he he didn't criticize it he didn't sort of say that this is bad he just took us and show made us see how things actually work exactly right? and exactly. from coming that from the hod i don't know don't i if i look at it in hindsight it was such a great thing that uh, yeah. he could have done so yeah, exactly uh, i think yeah pk was a great teacher right? yeah even i think so so that was our experience with uh, that was your particular experience with direction uh, did you, did you explore cinematography uh, cinematography in particular i mean uh, i i never had a camera and the only camera that i had played with was yours mm. and in college so at that time i i shot i set up scenes i mean see i was always into movies and stuff and movies you always see like cinematography and like i was i was so into movies that i i and cinematography at that time when i was a kid that i would look up like cinematographers and i would watch their entire discography like not mm. discography filmography mm. and so i i i had the like like i had the idea in my head that you know cinematography is pretty cool like i would love to do that someday like i would love that to create something like that at some point but uh, uh, i had never thought of thought of it as a realistic thing i never thought i would buy a camera or anything like that so at that point when we were uh, still editing films directing and doing doing running around doing all these things i still didn't think that far ahead i was thinking right there where i was where i was standing so uh, yeah so i always wanted to be a cinematographer i still want to be a cinematographer but like uh, the amount of opportunities that you've gotten yeah. for being a cinematographer were less than being an editor yeah exactly exactly and i felt uh, editing also like it, it gave me a huge amount of satisfaction seeing a story come together and putting together the whole thought process and like uh, seeing it well, finishing it like i remember uh, one of the marketing videos we made for indest in the beginning uh, like it was this i wrote the idea like the uh, was it the oh the, i remember the bad and the ugly one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, one yes yeah, yeah. i i love that video till yeah, till this date exactly because yeah. it was so so tight and like well done right yeah. it was a good idea yeah but like today obviously if i edited that i would edit it like way better very differently also but like the idea was there and like seeing it come together was such a rush like it was really fun i am right um, i think after that particular project with indus you were also the graphic designer there yeah you were the script writer out of necessity <laughs> out of necessity yeah so but but it was fun like taking on all those like that's what you mentioned like taking on all those hats so like i had never done graphic designing before i think i did like some some like school thing here and there oh yeah some school stuff here and there but like it was fun doing that stuff on photoshop and getting to know the software i still have your design ticket yeah exactly <laughs> which you were just yeah. looking at yeah and i still look at it and i remember and i think okay like this, this was what's going the reason i used that font was because i had this whole idea in my head that you love you lose the event which we were promoting was like a face off huh. between two people 
like and what comes to your mind like a face off like a dojo like a karate kid kind of thing uh-huh. so <laughs> so that's why i made the whole like circular logo and uh, the like the font was like that so there was i enjoyed that thought process making it come together even the posters were good dude like um, i yeah they were like squarish and rectangular yeah, yeah. but very amateurish yeah, but really amateurish. i i still like it like where, yeah. from the point where we were making them it was a houseful show like people yeah, loved was, the show we sold what 150 tickets the venue yeah. had the space for 100 and yeah i mean yeah, it yeah. was it was in the turnout so um, and we were in our second year of college then i think second semester right second to third second semester, semester. Yeah. yeah i think and then post that um, third semester and fourth semester um, i remember we were taking a few uh, videos here and there with yeah. indest and like you yeah. know stuff kindness wall happened and then third semester you did uh, you threw the party for the yeah. freshers the confidential <laughs> yeah, party yeah that's when i really saw your like selling like acumen man bro like you were like selling like a, <laughs> i don't even know i've never seen someone do that before like just like get everyone to sell and like moved mass tickets i think that was like uh, the fire party of christ university ah, yeah. <laughs> i don't think someone's thrown a bigger party than that i didn't technically I threw a party i, I organized a party <laughs> <laughs> sure <laughs> call it what you want but okay yeah um, yeah uh, second year was kind of quiet i think there was some uh, milan i worked on a little bit in the beginning for the promotional yeah. stuff uh, that was for csa and then uh, second year was kind of quiet we just smoked pot all day for <laughs> second year and third year third year is when i joined uh, mutter i think you had started yeah, mutter so i think third year uh, uh, in august. the initial yeah august I, june itself we started mutter yeah. and then august i dropped out of college and then yeah. uh, i think a month later uh, you came in and you guys needed a it guy yeah we needed an it guy <laughs> and we wanted the it guy to basically solve problems like uh, shit going down on the website uh-huh. uh, i don't know will access control and yeah, yeah, what not yeah, yeah. but that just evolved into me basically making the website and like yeah. the, that was like the basic web developer that i learned that platform and we made made for text that yeah. time right? yeah. yeah but at that time i uh, yeah that is that's another hat that i wore i guess like yeah. i when, when i was in 11th and 12th i learned a little bit of web development and this that i was making some websites for my local businesses so i knew a little bit on how to present things and how to make it happen and the code also i knew a little bit so yeah i was i fit there a little bit but web development was i'm not a designer absolutely so, so. i think it, it like you said it, it's about necessity like yeah. in that particular moment we needed someone to just take care of that and i wanted someone to just you know take care of it in that moment and that problem to not poke me yeah, because yeah. that was a taxing project like if yeah, i look yeah. back that was till date the most taxing project that uh, i have ever taken mm. so uh, that was it but i think post that that was the phase where you were starting to dabble around with after effects and yeah, yeah. sort of get into motion graphics so yeah, from again, video editing you were exploring motion when we were doing some templates based edit yeah, yeah. again out of necessity because we needed to make videos for uh, some projects where uh, we had to do some animation and stuff and no, none of us were animators yeah. the only person who knew animation was james and he was not always with us yeah so Uh, yeah at that point i just took some templates and we were just playing around with it and uh, but it taught me the tools of after effects like yeah. it got me fa- familiar with the software so later when we were when we were doing projects where we had to th- come up with something new and like make something 
then I could imagine it from a point of view of uh, After Effects. Like I could use After Effects into my workflow as well. So I learned all these skills out of necessities because of all these hats that I wore. And like eventually I was able to see how to express myself through that. Yeah. So I think after that whole, um, you know, making template based motion graphic videos and, you know, just a bunch of videos for clients here and there throughout the later part of 2019 and the yeah. early part of 2020, the pandemic hit. Yeah, and yeah. then we were back at our homes. And yeah, then yeah. Uh, I remember you came back and uh, we were shooting some um, edtech videos for a brand. Yeah, and yeah. Um, um, uh, you wanted to understand color grading then, right? Yeah, yeah. By the, around the time you were leaving, I was, uh, the, I remember there was a lull like in the projects that were coming. And we were, right after techs, we were like very, like, it's, I think around three, four months we were on working like insane people. Like, and, and right after that, when everything was over, we suddenly didn't have much to do and it felt like really weird. Yeah. So we sat down, we thought about it. And uh, in that time, I think uh, I realized that uh, uh, like, I kind of like doing this. Like through the course of tags, I had also transitioned into making animation videos and stuff. And by the time tags was over, I edited the tags after movie also. So. At that point, I, I was like, yeah, I really like the editing and the, like, uh, the coloring. Like, I had done some basic coloring, even mm. from the beginning. But I really like that part when it comes to having more control and making it exactly the way it was. I, th- I think I remember listening to um, Bob Ross's... Uh, Bob Ross is a pa- uh, painter. Okay. Okay, he's a very famous painter. He's, he's very famous for making these really quick paintings. He's just, he just pulls out his brushes and just makes something really quick. Wow. Seems and like the Gordon Ramsay of painting. Yeah, yeah, no, but like he's a very nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> Complete opposite personality. Okay. Very opposite personality. But he just like, just throws color on the thing and he makes something out of it. Got it. So, uh, he, I remember him talking about, I watched a YouTube video where he was talking about painting. And I remember thinking that to a certain extent, the videos that we color, if you have enough control over the coloring of it, then it's kind of like painting also. Huh, because you have the um, ability to... Sort color of the play shadows. and manipulate uh, mm. uh, certain colors in the manner that you want, which suit that particular. Yeah, mood. yeah. And I remember uh, like thinking, uh, e- uh, equating it to sort of like graphic novels. So if you look at a gra- like a comic book, for example, uh, a, a comic book panel can have so many ways of expressing the way. Like it, it doesn't. It's not limited by the colors and stuff, right? Like it doesn't have to be realistic. So the character can be one uh, doing what the character does, and its surroundings can be expressing what the character is doing. Can there can be red lines everywhere? They can red and things could be exploding, and like not real things, just colors exploding. And they don't have to be like realistic. They just have to be expressive. Mm-hmm. So I realized that you can bring that kind of ex- approach to videos also through coloring. So that's what intrigued me the most about coloring at that point. But I didn't really think that much because I didn't know a lot. Because I mean, we were using, um, uh, you know, Premier mirrorless. Uh, no, we were using, using DSLR, DSLR cameras. Yeah, the best camera we had was your 70D, I think. Yeah, 70-70D and it didn't have 70. any log profiles. Yeah. So I remember we were just using CineStyle or something which yeah, was close yeah. to log and trying yeah. to experiment with things. Which had less contrast, less saturation yeah. than we could have. Exactly. And then yeah. I, I think the first time we explored log was the EdTech project that uh, we were doing. Mm. And I remember... You going berserk over Da Vinci, like, dude, this curve can do that, this curve can do this, this curve can do that. (laughs) And it was so intimidating for me because I was like, okay, this is the first of all a new software altogether. And like, 
it was magical in nature dude like this the frame that i have created can look from this to this and yeah, that yeah. transition was like oh dude like like this is yeah, great yeah yeah i remember um through the pandemic i was uh, looking at, uh, learning da vinci and looking up tutorials and stuff and uh, there was the first project that we did through the pandemic that was enrich and after that you uh, you guys uh, you and chirag were already back in bangalore you shot something for master life yes, i think yes. you guys sent me the frame to color it just yeah. to color cuz i'd been talking about it for yeah. a long time to you guys and you sent it to me and i colored it using the stuff that i learned and i sent it to you guys and immediately i could see that you guys fucking loved it <laughs> because uh, it, the colors actually came out very natural and the sony camera like it was the first time i think i had uh, like you guys just got the sony yeah, camera yeah yeah and it was the first time i had uh, did you guys shoot s log that time yeah we did okay okay yeah it was not s log no 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 we didn't have our s log phase back back then yeah that was the beginning we were in our hlg phase there yeah yeah it was hlg3 hlg yeah but it had low contrast and lo- low yeah. saturation But and green uh, skin yeah, tones and green skin tones and we didn't have a conversion alert back, yeah, back yeah. then so, so I, I, i think there was one uh, course that you guys shot right before uh, the one that you gave me yeah. where it was not corrected or you guys shot pp off or something and the green skin tones were there that was hlg oh the no i'm talking about uh, the jay kumar the that was also hlg that was also hlg yeah. okay but the green skin tones were there i remember that and then uh, when you guys sent it to me i tried to fix the green skin tones and i sent it back and you guys said i remember exactly what you said it, it looks so natural it yeah. looks so natural yeah. yeah so that's when i felt like oh yeah this this can be actually like a this is a good thing this is like not, not a lot of people do this first of all because davinci is not a very popular software hmm. it's very new i mean professional colorists uh, have been using it for a long time but uh, uh, yeah but, but like in the in our space no one is using it so and i i could make our footage look so much better using it and whatever cinematography we were doing at the time whatever level we were at we before we had any idea about lighting anything like that we i could upgrade it to a certain extent by using coloring so i was interested in that point so i think um, after you know that initial phase where um, um, you were exploring uh, hlg and slog and all of that you were pushing me to let's try slog let's try slog yeah, yeah, and yeah. i had my reservations because i didn't want to try slog on a client project yeah, because yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we can mess things up right yeah. and, uh, and we i did <laughs> <laughs> i will come to that <laughs> <laughs> so um i but post that i think we did some really interesting projects one of them which till date i i really love is uh, shraddha and arin the wedding film that we did uh, that's my favorite project till date yeah, yeah. so um, i think i took shraddha and arin so seriously like i wouldn't say to my ego but to my like it was basically a challenge to me because i was i wasn't doing anything creative for like the past 6 mm-hmm. months mm-hmm. and Shraddha and Narin had everything that I wanted to yeah. like it had uh, we all had that narrative going on that this this is not limiting us yeah right exactly. so we we had to like do something good here something we were proud of otherwise i i really felt like if i didn't if i was not proud of what i made here i would just stop doing this dude i was at the same phase of my life where i was i was really questioning myself that what we are creating right now is it worth it like definitely i'm not liking what i'm creating mm-hmm. and i have that creative void that yeah. uh, okay uh, this is definitely not working and i need something which will drive me and then when shraddha narin happened especially the production and you know the same day uh, edit that uh, yeah, yeah. sasmita new sort of like juggled yeah. and made yeah, yeah. through uh, it was okay i wasn't very happy 
till uh, we gave the teaser okay. so when we were editing the teaser and uh, i remember i had to go out station for something yeah, yeah. and you was a weekend yeah you and chirag sort of uh, sat together and then uh, that teaser came out mm. i remember that's the day you left that massive shit in the office was that the day <laughs> yeah that's the day i, I walked into the office you said don't cut this <laughs> <laughs> I walked into the office yeah. and there was just that oh god there, there are you was, serious yeah that was the day oh my god so, we sorry, had uh, we had chirag's mom's uh, achar the not achar it was um, the uh, the chutney dude chutney yeah. yeah it was the red chutney the garlic chutney <laughs> shit yeah yeah, yeah. but th- when i saw that when i saw that coming to life i was i was blown away but i think right before that one more interesting thing that happened was i i was li- really pushing myself as a cinematographer mm-hmm. so i remember we had that shoot with anudeep at mm. vivok yeah, yeah we were supposed to create 12 frames but yeah. we created like three frames but mm-hmm. i loved those frames like yeah, the amount yeah. of, i think that was the amount of time where we started collaborating um, um, on shoots yeah. and uh, you were taking the dop approach where uh-huh. um, uh, like because we were also learning about lighting a lot at that yeah time. yeah Be- before we never even thought about lighting except to like put it there yeah it's like it. you have the biggest softbox and the light just put it as close as possible uh-huh. there's a soft light once the soft light is there just have the camera yeah rolling. exactly like, maybe some hair light if we didn't think about arranging the light in a way that can make a suit the environment yeah, and stuff exactly like i remember this one particular frame where uh, the subject is here there's a window on the right but the hair light is coming from the left yeah. and i ask myself now what was i thinking when yeah exactly <laughs> like when you see you, uh, that, that back then also we could feel that something was off yeah. we just couldn't tell what was off but now we have the vocabulary to understand what was i off. think making those mistakes were important yeah. because once you make those mistakes only then you're able to sort of uh, figure out the right set of things uh, out yeah. of those but that was that was anudeep so one but i think where we actually messed up like big time was uh, zxp the zxp project yeah. oh. <laughs> what was the full form zakaria x yeah, something paraya something I, i don't think we should be naming the client oh, okay. but cut that <laughs> just bleep me <laughs> <laughs> so this one particular project where um, uh, we explored s log yeah. and all we knew was uh, that the skin tones or like the exposure has to be two stops higher yeah uh, than uh, the general you know yeah. and i was checking the histograph and all of that but i didn't know and we were not using a conversion lut back yeah. then like we, but we had a monitor we had a monitor but we, we didn't looking, have a conversion lut yeah we were looking at the waveform on the monitor yeah. but we were missing the most obvious shit that was in front of our eyes on the waveform exactly yeah because we didn't know how a waveform worked exactly exactly yeah. but i think once once that happened and i think you had to put some i don't know 30 hours of color grading to make it right i remember <laughs> you put your i don't know life's worth into <laughs> some somehow salvaging that yeah, project because yeah. we had hyped it so much like i remember telling you oh we made the best frames of our life yeah, <laughs> yeah. what not because we were using some uh, we rented a sl200 and we put it as a sun artificial yeah. sun and, and it was a, a very good set also we hadn't worked in a good set like that yeah, before yeah yeah we made artificial sun like say, we tried that technique from some, some cinematography yeah. videos that we watched and stuff like dp that. wandering dp wandering was it wandering dp yeah wandering dp okay. he taught us the artificial okay. sun so that that happened and i think um, 
post that the second pandemic hit yeah. and uh, there was this 15 day period when you were editing the main film of uh, uh, Shraddha and Narain the uh, the 7 minute uh, highlights the 7 minute highlights yeah, film yeah. and i remember us discussing the smallest of the things the smallest of the pauses the yeah. shots the duration of the shots yeah, yeah. um and i think what we had towards the end of it blew everyone yeah uh, it, it was yeah. beautiful like the tone was pitch perfect like everything was right now when i look back on it i feel like there are some things i could have improved but like uh, i mean overall as a overall thing i could have improved like there there could have been overall story and stuff like that if we had spent like 5 10 more days we could have made an overall story we kind of did towards yeah. the end yeah. we made uh, the holy kick i think yeah but we could have flushed that out a little bit more i felt i think okay. we were also kind of tired looking at the same yeah, footage again and exactly. again because we were looking at a tv so, of footage so much footage yeah, yeah we had to upgrade our ram from 32 gb to 64 gb for the which project. we struggled in sp road for so many days <laughs> the project wouldn't open dude it was just oh, i would open and then i'd just wait for 10 minutes for all the footage to load uh, i not just that so that was the editing angle right yeah. for me it was it was my first wedding film yeah. like that was for me right and more than that I really like Shraddha and Arun as a couple. Yeah. Like their so story, their chemistry, and I felt like I have to do justice to the story mm-hmm. because if I have taken a project, it's my first project, and I'm going to treat it like this is my own wedding film. Mm-hmm. And till date, whenever I watch it, I I, I get goosebumps. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah, I remember us going transcribing all the interviews yeah. and just going through all the like and making character traits yeah. and then seeing how we can contrast things and like we did a, put a lot of effort a lot of effort into yeah. it i don't think wedding houses or wedding production film they, they do that much i don't know not normal ones not normal ones <laughs> yeah. actually yeah. the ones we look up to do i guess house on the clouds yeah. yes, please that's yes. up to you guys uh, but i think after that wedding film edit uh, that's when we changed uh, the model right we shifted to mm. um, an aggregator sort yeah. of a model and uh, after that we didn't used to work on a lot of projects together but one particular project i feel where and i personally consider that project to be like uh, a career changing project was spotlight yeah definitely so spotlight was you were the director yeah DOP and you can say the colorist and mm-hmm. I was sort of the production manager the cinematographer um and sort of a supervisor just like we wear a lot of hats we wore a lot of hats on the set also we were like four or five hats per person yeah, yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> so garv was i was talking to garv as well about the same in the podcast that i recently shot with him i missed it that <laughs> <laughs> and garv was also like so my pitch to everyone on the team hmm. for coming on board to that project was this project will be the best projects of our life mm-hmm. and it will teach us more than we can learn because mm-hmm. i have the best people on board for mm-hmm. this team yeah. and i think that's one of the best decisions i have made because ayush giri's um, edit skills is yeah. motion graphics and it's just you know perspective of storytelling in a course yeah is phenomenal exactly. like you can tell stories in wedding films you can tell stories in documentaries yeah. but telling stories in a course yeah. is just phenomenal i didn't expect that at all when he sent that i think course 3 which was just theory course 
no it was chapter 5 of the fashion design where the uh, the history chapter was ha, there ha, ha. not course 3 chapter three, chapter 5 chapter 5 okay. and it was edited like a vox video yeah exactly it was it was beautiful like the amount of like effort and storytelling like why he put into it is amazing it was beautiful so uh, coming from a video amateur video editor in 2017 yeah. now in 2021 we are creating industry uh, setting standards courses yeah and with minimal budget like we yeah. didn't have like a fancy budget or so yeah, like yeah. right the budget, budget for minimal but we were wearing multiple hats as creators yeah. and when that came out everyone was like how the heck did you guys manage yeah. to pull this off even and the clients were sort of from what i understand from what you told me <laughs> yeah everyone everyone yeah. like not even like rakshit and rishabh from spotlight but everyone who have, who we have shown this project to they're like this is this is this is good work like and that's when it gave me the validation in the new model that we were uh, mm. uh, creating that okay if if i'm able to bring 10 people with their specific skills because yeah. my my particular strength is bringing people together right and if i'm able to bring together the right set of people for the right set of projects i can create wonders like this mm-hmm. and and i think after that the amount of confidence i had in my project management team and the whole execution of projects was just like on a different level mm. but i think parallelly so what were the other projects that you were working on at that particular point of time at that particular point of time i remember i was just uh, extremely busy and extremely overworked i remember we went to uh, hyderabad for spotlight and the, those three period the three months period i was uh, so i came from a point where i didn't have a laptop or a, uh, a device to edit on or a camera to shoot with so my first goal was to buy uh, buy a laptop and uh, i had my i own one and i wanted to buy it so i was just hustling a lot i was working on a lot of motion graphics projects at the time i was uh, working on the matter pc only on a lot of motion graphics projects and uh, uh, so that's when i realized that the stuff that i had been doing earlier uh, like the hats i wore i could use them as like you know the skills i learned i i could easily sell them because they were pretty useful they, they, they like i i i'm i'm a very technical person when it comes to these things mm. so i uh, that kind of understanding of the software allowed me to uh, create videos that maybe i wasn't that interested in but like uh, i had the knowledge to execute so and which paid well so that let me uh, get my laptop in the first place so i remember you were doing some editing some gaming videos right yeah yeah there was this company called loot bear okay and uh, so the the animator that we worked with james so he uh, this is for the benefit of the audience uh, he approached me uh, to make videos for loot bear like they're a skin trading company so uh, working with james i learned a lot more in after effects i learned how to work with 3d assets which came to use when we uh, did the amanti video bra video oh okay that's why i knew how to do element 3d ha <laughs> now i i'm going to i have told you right yeah. i i i didn't I, i'm the one who pay, i'm the one who told chirag that this is software called element, element 3d, 3D. that will let me manipulate 3d objects in after effects ha so the, yeah that's why that that happened so wait let me just try to summarize hmm. amateur video editor amateur director uh-huh. amateur graphic designer yeah. amateur script writer yeah. then all those four things sort of coming into a decent editor 
decent motion motion graph uh, motion graphic artist yeah. transitioning into a good editor and i think after that the whole kick for our direction and dop like specifically uh, in the manner where you were composing frames yeah. i think that was the part where things really like changed like oh, this yeah. direction that's that's when i realized that uh, i don't just have to sit at a desk and do this i can do more like i can actually do this like i can work on a set and i can get things done like i knew that i had an eye for things like i knew what i liked and what i didn't like i knew that but i didn't ever have the confidence that i'd be able to go on a set and like you know make it look like how i wanted to look hmm. so but like working with you like that really gave me the confidence of doing that because you trusted me a lot you trusted me a lot you trusted what i wanted to do so that gave me the confidence to make uh, like in in my own like judgment to do that i think more than the trust that and i i i was coming from a point of synergy because you were complementing the skills that i didn't have so i'm able to set up the frame make sure everything is in place yeah. all the lights cameras everything are charged the there's there was you have no to... idea how much i have picked that up like <laughs> i do the, my shoots exactly the way you do it <laughs> trust me and it's so helpful it's super helpful it is i mean i think i personally learned that from uh, shrikanth shrikanth yeah uh, because the amount of dedication he has for packing and unpacking equipment yeah. is equivalent to him composing frames yeah because at the end of the day that is a bread and butter yeah if you do not respect the thing that is at the end of the day making you feel content mm-hmm. then i'm not sure you're not doing justice to your art mm-hmm. so um i give I things like packing and unpacking equipment as much importance as creating frames or like mm-hmm. directing things so um but i think overall i really liked how us wearing these different hats over a period of time helped us come to the point where we are right now because yeah. i don't think there's anything in the creative field that we haven't done i mean you've explored 3d stuff as well yeah. um, element 3d and um, blender and like motion all, graphics motion. a lot of stuff like uh, for the past few months i've just been doing motion graphics stuff so what have you haven't explored what i haven't explored is uh, proper uh, filmmaking like going out there and like just shooting based on shooting and finding out like Uh, so what i've been trying to do right now is uh, get into a production house that does uh, run and gun filmmaking run and gun in the sense that uh, they know what they have to do they have to go investigate a story and find a story from some place which we did sort of in shraddhan arain but we did it over the course of a, uh, and they were very cooperative there it's a wedding they're very cooperative but i wanted to do it in a, 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 a situation where uh, you have to dig to find the story and then you got to tell that story interesting so something um like a tv series on ott like T- tv series i was very inspired by like when i was a kid i used to watch vice and all these things uh-huh. so i was very inspired by vice and i want i still want to join vice like vice <laughs> <laughs> like, that that was your plug yeah. the whole podcast case, yeah that's the reason i'm here <laughs> so that's what my life has been leading here anyway, so uh yeah so i wanted to do that kind of storytelling that really intrigues me but uh, but more than that i want to do uh, i want to provide my uh, eye for cinematography my ideas for cinematography uh, to uh, lend it to a story that matters 
so and working on shraddha narain gave me a taste of that like working on the coloring i would say was part of working on cinematography hmm. so doing that just gave me the like solidified in my mind what i really i think wanted. more than that it was about the creative freedom yeah and because you don't get that most often in client projects yeah, yeah. right you have to um struggle to make the first 5 seconds how many hours thing. have we sunk into stuff that no other production house would have sunk, yeah. sunk those hours in. yeah like coloring no production house really does that properly they just slap a lot on it exactly exactly so i think uh, for us it was also more from the point of view of exploring that hat mm-hmm. yeah. rather than doing it because we're getting paid for that i, I don't think we've ever um, sort of done justice to the sort of money that we're getting on a project because mm-hmm. every single time it has been over delivering on some aspect or the yeah, other yeah. until unless some project went really south. because we were always i i was always experimenting with every project because i was still learning like a, from an amateur level in terms of color so i was experimenting on every project i remember dodo we ha- uh, we had like a very short timeline and it got extended by a week or so yeah. because uh, i was just experimenting and experimenting i really love the grade that came out of it and the i garden think, shots right yeah the uh, the park shots yeah. that i think those grades are like very beautiful but it, it cost a lot of time because i was experimenting on every project that yeah. was coming yeah yeah so i think that i think those are the calls that i think you have to take at the end of the day as a yeah. creator because your time is your money and yeah. every single hour that you're spending into something mm. takes away that much amount of money that you might be getting out of uh, exactly anymore. so for the past 6 7 months of freelancing that's what i've been trying to do just like get my projects in a state where like i can manage them like uh, if i predict that i'm going to spend 4 hours on uh, on a certain animation it's going to take 8 hours or more <laughs> for some reason or another i don't know like i because as i'm doing it always in my head the scope changes when i realize oh the, this is a possibility the, the, uh, something else is a possibility i immediately increase the scope so i had to i have to learn to i had to learn to cut that down because i was working for this company called loot bear that had a, a steady uh, cycle in which they had to deliver their videos so for several months i had to produce videos on that cycle so i couldn't just like you know go ham on it hmm. so i had to cut it down so in the future do you see yourself wearing more hats or would you want to explore the hats that you wore already right now uh, like i said doing shraddha narain i it really solidified in my mind what i really want to do i want to do cinematography i want to shoot and i want to color and i want to hopefully edit also but like shooting and coloring is my main like what i really want to do and i want to do that for a story that i really that i'm really proud of that i'm really invested in hmm. so i right now what i'm doing is i'm trying to find uh how i will be able to find these stories that i'm really uh, uh proud of like that that i'm really that i would be really interested in invested in so that's why i mentioned wise and there are a bunch of uh, like production houses that produce uh, films like that uh, so what i'm doing right now is just taking a break from all my projects and just working on my show reel so that i can like sell myself to these people so it makes sense i think uh, this might like how i'm seeing it is that the amount of um hard work that you've put into varied skill in the past 4 years you're trying to put that in one video which you can sort of um sell it for the next 10 years yeah, okay, i'm like. trying to give it a direction like i'm yeah. trying to put it together uh, and give it a direction for the future makes sense right now i want to my agenda but one of the things that i wanted to explore in this podcast was um 
is specialization the only thing creators should look forward to that is being best in one particular thing right if i'm a video editor i'm a, i should be the best video editor on planet hmm. or should they take a general approach where let me just explore what i like i think you should always explore but uh, in my case i didn't explore because i liked things i explored because i had an idea of how to get things done and it had to be done to a certain extent so uh, i mean i guess i didn't have to join mutter i just wanted to so in that sense i guess yeah it's because you <laughs> want to do it but not not the minute things that you do right i, I didn't want to become an animator but i never saw myself becoming an animator but i really like animated films and i have seen how animated films and i'm fascinated by animated films as well and i would like to use animation to a certain extent in the stories that i tell hmm. like i i would uh, i like how it supplements the uh, things that i would like to do in the future like i can see how it would supplement the things so i guess i picked it up i picked it up i learned the skill and uh, as i learned the skill like i said i'm a very fairly technical person so i enjoyed the process of like learning the software and hmm. like, get, like all that i learned like from an engineering perspective purely from the software perspective i enjoyed that so because of that because because i had these tiny interests which which kind of worked to serve the greater purpose which was at that point muttered and before that indest because uh, they served to uh, serve those greater purposes i kind of grew those skills hmm. and since i grew those skills i uh, i was able to evaluate at one point what i really liked and what i didn't like hmm. and working on shadha narain like i said i keep coming back to shadha narain working on shadha narain really solidified what gives me the kind of satisfaction that like it there was a high that i hadn't gotten before like seeing the uh, like look on shadha narain's face as they watched that film that was like incredible unparalleled <laughs> yeah right and that too from a person who is so picky about every single thing in uh, yeah. her life right yeah. and wedding film would be like i was so nervous one of the you know top most thing that yeah, she would be life, looking yeah. forward to exactly. and if we were able to make shraddha happy with our first attempt then i think we deserve a uh, pat on our back <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> exactly and more than that i was proud of what i had made i was yeah. proud that what i had i had made uh had made her happy like my vision for her the way i told her story made her happy like it made sense and it made it made her happy so i i at that point i realized that this is how this is how i can tell a story this is how uh i can do this this is like i can use my judgment my storytelling skills to tell stories like this uh, through my cinematography through my coloring through uh, the way i choose to tell choose what songs to use like uh, for example the teaser that we picked when i heard that song latte di chadar i i could see the sequence in my head so i immediately knew what what that song should be te- what story that song should be telling mm-hmm. so i knew that that skill i had and uh, i i could immediately see for some reason uh, even though i couldn't see how these my pre- my previous hats could be you know uh used in the future somehow i could see that that skill is very valuable for the benefit of the audience you don't know how to speak hindi and you uh, heard a song like latte di chadar and trying to sort of oh yeah yeah but but i got the meaning of the uh. song that's the thing about music right like yeah. it's like you just hear it and like you get it yeah yeah so 
yeah so i knew that skill would be very useful so that's so right now i'm in a phase where i am trying to go all in on that on that skill trying to su- use all my other skills to supplement that that like and move that in the forward direction and i think that is something that like i i kind of feel if i didn't do that i would be unsatisfied mm. like i i wouldn't feel like i uh, i would have reached my full potential because i think that skill has a lot of space to grow i agree if in 2020 shraddha narain was something that i love in 2021 it was spotlight and i'm really looking forward to see which project of uh, which project that is coming my way in 2022 yeah. makes me feel the same, same thing right yeah, yeah, yeah. so I agree. Uh, I'm looking for that project yeah. <laughs> manifesting it to come <laughs> what i enjoyed about spotlight was uh, we kind of had like a playground yeah and we could just make whatever we had a bunch of planning uh, we pitched a bunch of ideas to uh, rakshit and uh, rishab and we kind of fought for it also to a certain extent yeah yeah and uh, making it happen was pretty fun i remember yeah so some of the ideas were kind of stuff we've tried before on a new scale yeah. the b- black screen thing yeah. and some things were just put together because one of my favorite f- frames that we made was just put together because it was the last frame and we didn't have any time left which one are you talking about the last frame the second day frame which course three the first course fashion shoot oh fashion shoot the second set Se- second set yeah yeah Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I remember. So the red set. Yeah, red set. I think for me uh the frame that I was sort of fascinated with was uh, the modern art uh, first floor sofa set. Modern art first floor sofa set. We were all huh. dead. We had to make a set like within like huh. I don't know 15 20 minutes. I look good. Yeah. <laughs> and we tried like four looks in that set yeah, with yeah, like yeah. night look, morning <laughs> yeah, look and yeah, whatnot. Exactly. And I was like, damn. And I remember seeing uh, the photos come out of your phone and thinking, oh, these these are some pretty good color grading <laughs> yeah, ideas. Yeah, yeah. Some good color contrast with that because yeah. we went with the window thing, yeah. window lighting. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I think uh, to give. away from this podcast like to our listeners i think we just talked about a lot of things without a lot of structure no i so so the structure that i i particularly was following was hats right yeah. and i want like this general sort of motion graphic to go in the whole video where like there's denin his face and the hat <laughs> and it's written like a like whatever from 2017 <laughs> to 2021 and yeah, like, yeah. that's the sort of perspective i want to take okay, that okay. no matter what hat you wear at the end of the day what matters is which hat feels the most comfortable and which where mm. you want to explore things and how you use uh, all the things that you picked up while doing that thing what you were doing yeah Yeah I think uh, eventually all like whatever you do like up to a point if you're someone who's trying to do something uh, eventually what you choose to do will reflect what you've done in the past anyway so that's a natural growth of things i would say like if you if you don't follow the natural growth i would i, I would say you would be very unsatisfied in your life mm. so if that is your natural growth then eventually you have to look back at your past see what are the different things you've done and what are the different things you've learned through those things and see how you can put those things to use to a greater purpose to some uh, to some part of yourself that can grow like in the future <laughs>